Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are coming to you live from a couple of places on the internet. We are live over on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter slash X, Instagram. Maybe you're listening later on Spotify, uh, Android, or the app of your choice. Um, you know, guys, I'm sorry to jump in, Alex, but like, yeah, what's I up? feel like I haven't seen you guys. I've really hung out with you in so long. You know what? Jerry, yeah, we'll catch you another time. Get out of here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here, Jerry. Nobody wants you. Catch up like friends. Hey, don't talk to the dukes like that. No. So we were supposed to have, hold on. Let let me just specify for people who aren't familiar with the continuity of Comic Book Club. We were supposed to have Jerry Dugan on the show. The dukes! He will be on the show in March. We've rebooked the date. Uh, But he was feeling very under the weather. Um, I believe he got something called the Aquaman 2 is now on Max Flu. And he's just gone. Just staying home, watching it on repeat. Talk about a pandemic. Uh, very contagious. <laughs> yes. No, but seriously, he's uh, under the weather. So uh, we hope he feels better soon and we will have him back on the show in March. So stay tuned for that. But it's just going to be the three of us tonight <clears throat> doing buddies. the show, just hanging out as friends. And we thought since it is going to be the three of us, I, I'd like friends. to get back to what Justin was talking about. I, oh, uh, I, Justin, how are you, man? Are, are you all right? We're catching up on here. Hey, everything's great. No, no notes. No crises happening outside of this. There are beautiful rectangles right here. Really? No. Huh? Yeah, no. No, good. Very good. Except so, for the crumbling entertainment. Just before literally everybody <laughs> who's watching tunes out, I do oh, want to get into yeah. that we are going to do something lose tonight, our audience. And I, I think this is fun. I'm excited about this. We're going to flip the script a little bit on our show. Usually at the end, we do one of our most pristine, uh, just cherished. Go- cherished sections, which is trivia, hosted by Peter Page. <laughs> Usually the whole show Never is building show. to that. You know, like that's that's the mountain of it where we were like, wow, the this pinnacle. is going really smoothly, and this part is going even smoother. So we decided, why not make that the main feature of the show mm-hmm. and let Pete run trivia it's a super trivia contest where you two will be going head to head, nerd oh. versus nerd, on who has the most comic book knowledge. I have picked questions from all over the nerd verse. Elijah Dushku. Oh, don't <laughs> save it <laughs> with a save tribute it. to the late Elijah Dushku. Oh, there's going to be a tribute. News. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry great. To that to you. So we're going to answer questions. This is like a spinoff. This is like when they <laughs> in a sitcom and they're like, hey, this episode is only about Frasier. <laughs> this is a very Frasier. I mean, that was a very popular. That was a popular sitcom for a very long time. It just got a reboot. So here's the thing. Happens. 
Are you telling me we're about to become a trivia show or I fight you and Pete's in charge? Yeah, this is great. <laughs> no, this is we're playing I, with literal dynamite right here. I'm pulling for Justin to win it all, but uh, I've picked questions that also, you know, there's a couple stuff that I know Alex's knowledge of, and then there's some mm. stuff for Justin. Uh, it'll okay. be interesting. This is gonna be all good. right. And I, is- I will say the other thing is uh, that we will get to your Q and A. After the trivia section. Extra long q Yes. So you have plenty of time to think about questions and maybe answers as well. Honestly, I, I think that's how it works. Uh, a couple quick comments to highlight. Um, uh, da, da, da. The uh, first off, Nat Towson. I'm not drunk enough for this. Yeah, but that's the one. I- yeah, don't don't spend any time. Bring that up, but get it out of here. Get it out of here. We don't need that. It was uh, fun. It- I was trying to put it up at the same time Justin was, uh, so yeah, I, I was closing He's- it. <laughs> you kept closing it on me. I got you. Look at us. We're all fighting for the stick already. And, of course, we have, is trivia going to follow the snake draft method, which Michael Tillman shouts. That's very funny. Yeah. From our draft episode where the snake draft is not – Something Can I mention, by the way, Alex's brain works with. Uh, OK, I just want to mention something about this since this came up. So we did this X-Men draft episode a couple of weeks back. Very fun. Had a great time doing it. Did you? Nobody in the history of the world, as far as I'm aware, has done any sort of draft for fantasy characters, like some sort of fantasy sports type thing before. Yeah. And no, suddenly this week, David Harper, that dude from Sketched, also did a podcast with an X-Men draft. Are you calling out a straight up <laughs> ripping us off? I can't no. believe this. No, they actually, Disgusting. I don't know, I don't know yes. if you read the information. They did a draft on like the upcoming books and creative teams. Well, I had that it. idea and we didn't do it, but That's I mentioned true. that idea. That's good. Uh, are we taking bets? <laughs> yeah, Derek you should Van be Hart. betting on who you think is going to win. I'm hoping Cornell's going down. Down, 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 down. Cornell's going down. At the beginning of Jeopardy, is Alex Trebek sometimes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Alex Trebek's like, man, I hope you lose today. And it's particularly scary because he died several years ago. Oh, (laughs) well, his his skeleton is pointing (laughs) behind Ken Jennings at the loser each day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that show's gotten really scary. So, what are we doing, Pete? Is this uh, your regular trivia? Is this a different sort? It's similar. How are the hints gonna go? Uh, there is no hints. There's also one question which is bonus. And what's nice is, you you know, sometimes the C answers relate to the movie, and sometimes it's just an option. So keeping you on your toes there. So how's this gonna work? Are we buzzing in? Well, this this is what I was thinking. You guys are gonna have to yell out uh, answers, and then first person to get it right. Gets Ooh. the point. All right. We um, don't want to do like an eh or something. Yeah, I think like we that. should do a ding okay. ding. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Which one <laughs> is it going to be? And or ding ding? I'll say eh and Justin will say ding ding. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then sometimes I'll say eh. And, <laughs> and sometimes I'll ding. go ding ding. And sometimes I'll silently go like, come on. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see how it goes. You guys ready? Yeah. Uh, yes, I uh, guess. All right. Wait, can, wait, can I just ask how many questions are we dealing with? 20. This is like if a school bus driver questions? a school bus driver was like, you know what? Let's have one of the kids drive. Why don't you drive us to school today? I'm tired. And I'm that's sure it's happened. Be, it's, it's, I'm sure it's happened. All right. Here we go. We ready? Yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I am ready. I'm ready to talk. 
Okay, welcome to the Super Comic Book Trivia Showdown! With a small nod to the legend, Pamela Salem. R.I.P. Money Penny. <laughs> Please listen to all three options before making... Oh, are you going to... I'm sorry, I have to ask in advance. Are you going to work at a clue to a Pamela Salem movie on 20 different questions? No, he mm-hmm. said some of them, but you won't be. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Please Wait, listen. Sorry, actually, we do have one item of business. Uh, I will mention a little bit of a spoiler here. Brett Macris, a.k.a. Stray Bullet, a.k.a. Stray Bullies, who usually uh, designs our cocktails for the show. He did actually design a cocktail for Jerry Duke, and Nat is asking, we're making the Duke egg cocktail or saving it for tomorrow. Probably not tomorrow, since we're not having a show tomorrow. Uh, but when he's on, we'll drink the cocktail. We'll also mention... Brett isn't here, and he's not going to be here for a little bit because his restaurant, Wild South, is opening tonight. Oh, my God. That is so exciting. In New Orleans. So exciting. Go to New Orleans right now. What do you say to a chef? Greatest food in the world. Um, Yeah, yeah, break legs. Cut off a finger. Burn your fucking face off, man. No, man, dude. Uh, It's Fall in the aisle. Fall in the hot hot fat. Fall in the oil. Do you have you ever been into a restaurant, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> All into there the is oil? an open pits of oil in <laughs> restaurants. Like an Indiana Alex. Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's not um num chewing uh, uh, um the, bite. the meat out of a, a cow. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? You nervous? Have five more uh, items of business, then we can start the quiz. <laughs> What celebrity do you think uh, are we tra- tracing the career of over the course of this? Question number one. <laughs> what color kryptonite is the most harmful to Superman? Is it A, silver, B, white, or C, Lynn Redgrave? Ding, ding. Yes? White. Uh, nope. Ooh. Uh, eh. Silver? Yes. Silver is correct. Yes. White only uh, hurts uh, plants. It uh, does not hurt really? Superman. Yes. It hurts plants. Plants. Super plants? Super plants or regular plants? Just all matters of the yeah, green. Krypton. When Krypton plants come down, <laughs> they gain incredible powers. Yeah. Wow. Imagine finding white kryptonite. And that, <laughs> no. White kryptonite was my nickname in high school. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fun. All right, here we go. Um, Wait, are you keeping track of the points? I just want to make sure that... Uh, No no way. Not a chance. Okay, fine. Fine, I'll keep track. track. I'm keeping track. You got to keep track. Okay, I'll keep... Hang on, let me get something here. It's not that hard. (laughs) Okay. But, well, here's the thing. When somebody guesses, you know, I think that really helps out the next person. So I'm not going to say if you're right or wrong, I'll let the other person guess and then reveal. How about that? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. So we're going to answer all these. But we're going to give this one to Justin because even though he was wrong, I don't want him to win. No, Alex gets a point. I'm just kidding. Right. He's just having fun. Justin, do I better. I have you, Superman, and your little ficus. Justin, do better. <laughs> Focus up. Okay, here we go. What is the name of the comic Green Lantern first appeared in? Was it A, Wiz Comics number two in 1940? B, All-American Comics number 16 in 1940? Or is it C, Dick Pines? Eh. I'm going to yes. say All-American Comics. That is correct. Oh, I thought we were, <laughs> I thought we were waiting a second. Oh, yeah, we were. I got, Wait, we're I got waiting a second? Well, no, we're going to let somebody let Justin oh, answer, then I say who got it right. You know what I mean? 
Well, I guess it doesn't matter because then I would, I would yeah. have to pick the opposite one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, this That's also this is not how quizzes stuff. work. Yeah, you don't yeah, just yeah. give everybody a chance with two answers. Where were you a second ago when Pete decided? All right, all right. This is Justin. Like a, I I don't know if you got to chug your beer or do something, buddy, because you're getting smoked right now. All right. It's just two to nothing. There's all right, here we go. Question number three. What is the name of Black Panther's sister? Is it A, Nakia, B, Shuri, or C, Okoye? Dinging. Ooh, I don't, uh, know. I don't know who got the ding first there. Oh, well, we got to check the internet speeds. Yeah, I'm going to goes to Justin. Ju- Ty uh, goes to Justin because... I'm going to uh, go with... This? I'm going to go with B, Shuri. Okay. Uh, are you, you are, sure about that? You are correct, sir. All right, Justin's on the board. Derek the board. Derek said it was me. It was you. It was you. <laughs> Pete, what are you doing here, Pete? I'm trying to make it fun. All right, here we go. Question number four. <laughs> this is not... Who was the first villain Spider-Man ever faced in the comics? Mm. Was it A, the chameleon, B, the green goblin, or C, the vulture? Ding, ding. Yes. E vulture. Ant. Ant. Chameleon. Yep. Yeah, it's chameleon. Come on, man! I said it. Come on! I. I in the in the first issue. No. In Amazing fantasy. Mm-mm. No. A couple it's issues. The first later. villain. Oh, the first okay. super villain. Yep. All right. All right. Here we go. Question number five. What comic book character has been on X Force, New Mutants? Hellions and the Quiet Council. Is it A Magneto, B Cipher, or C Jack Plotnik? <laughs> yes, Cipher. You are correct. That's a softball. That was yeah. a softball. You it was the it. Hellions that did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I was at first I was like, okay, probably Magneto. But if you're talking about Hellions, you gotta go. Yeah, with you the know kids. Magneto's not on Hellions. Yeah, he's not all right. Here we go. Question number six. Here we go, Justin. This is, you know, I gave Alex one in his realm of knowledge. Four to one. Yeah, the score is, I think I've won. Four to one. Yeah, it's four to one. There's 20 questions. Don't get cocky. Here we go. Oh, I'll get cocky. Uh, Here we go, Justin. This one's for you. How many issues? You know, they used to call me white kryptonite in high school. (laughs) Hey. You got to take a point from him. That's right. <laughs> How many issues in the Bone series? Is it A50, B55, or C45? Yes. I'm going to say 45. Justin? Oh. <laughs> uh, ding, ding. 55. You are correct. Yes, 55. I Finally. All right. Here we go. Come on. Right let's make this fun. All right. Here we go. Question number seven. Which one of these names is an actual comic book character? Is it A, Hypno Hustler, B, Scareglow, or C, The Unseen Vegan Dream? (laughs) Yes? You can buzz in in the middle. Oh, you can buzz in in the middle? I thought we had to wait until the end. I don't know. Pete's in charge. Yeah, Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I did say please wait for all three, you know, in case there was a joke in there that people might enjoy. Pete, Pete, take a point away from me. No. Nope. Oh, can uh, we interrupt this for a question from Facebook? We first <laughs> let's just decide who is right or wrong here. Justin, did you say what letter? A. a you are a. correct. Hypno Hustler is an actual. Did you know that comic book character? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're so offended. What was the question you wanted no, to? That's about? an easy one. Come on. 
Uh, I just wanted to bring this up from Facebook. Alberto Cardetta says, are there going to be any more upcoming X-Men books? Uh, yes, there will be. Always. There are going to be nonstop X-Men books. They're going through June. Everything is wrapping up with the Krakoa era, and then we're going to get a new era starting in July. So there you go. Wow. Alex, combining audience questions with trivia. Yeah, well, save it for the audience questions. He just man. wants to have a little bit next. of g- uh, control during the yeah, it's weird out, to have. I'm spitting out. Question number eight. I'm my softboard drinks. Yeah, Justin's going back. It's three to four. All right, here we go. Question number eight. What is the name of the artist who first drew the Wolverine? What is it? A. John Buscema, B. Herb Trimpey, or C. Owen Masterson? Ding ding. Yes. A. Incorrect. B? Yes, Herb Trimpey is yep. correct. That wow. is my guy. I thought that was wrong. Uh, John you know Buscema is a uh, famous yeah. comic book artist that I threw in there to throw you off, and you fell for it. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Question number uh, nine. He's back on my side now, right? Pete? I, High nope. Five. High five. Here we go. Question number nine. There is Alex, a. L- you don't. You don't need to hold your hand like. <clears throat> no, I mean when you're holding it's it like fun. there's a buzzer underneath it. There is a landmark in Dover, New Hampshire for the spot where blank was created. Is it A, Lock and Key, B, TMNT, or C, Markeely? It's TMNT. That is correct, B. Yeah, it's a manhole cover, right? Well, they have like this authentic kind of like you know those little like signs that have the uh mm-hmm. you know say this is the spot but i think they also added a bad hall cover nah, that is correct there's <laughs> do no i get bonus, bonus points doing it not points. on that one there I'm is a bonus coming up there is a bonus coming up and that's worth five points right here we go question number 10 what villain made their first appearance in iron fist number 14 is it a saber tooth b steel serpent or C, the hand. Hmm. Ding, ding. Stumped. <laughs> yes. Oh, this, is a, this is tough. Come on, man. Don't overthink it. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, wait, what were the, could you read the answers again? Sabretooth, uh-huh. the Iron Serpent, mm-hmm. or the hand. I'm going to go with C. Alex? I'm going to say A. A, Sabretooth is correct. Ah. Oh, come on, man. It is a trick yeah, question. I will say, I didn't fully know that, but that was something that like tickled the back of my brain. One well, of you know what? Of... When you said don't overthink it, Pete, I was like, oh, it's not. Uh, yeah. It's more of a I realized as soon as I said that, I was like, God damn it. I think I heard him instead of helped him. You did. I apologize. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's always Six. nice when the trivia host is on one of the guest sides. I think so, too. All right, here we go. No, this... You're winning, Alex. I think it's fueling you. <laughs> Seven to three. Here we go. Comebacks are possible. And this is the one with the bonus. Okay. Question number 11. The company that Eastman and Laird came up with to work on TMNT under has a fun meaning. What is this a, What is it about? Is it A, a joke because it doesn't exist? B, a joke about the assert- absurdity of corporations? Or C, Todd Babcop? Ding, ding. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. Uh, Alex? I guess Man. I'll say A. A is correct. Wow. Wait, so what was A again? 
<laughs> Bonus, can you name the Wait, company? Wait, hold on. What was A again? It was the, they didn't have a name. A joke because it doesn't exist. Yeah, and just bonus. Do, what oh, is the name of the company? Garage Studios. There it is. Yeah. Oh, and the bonus, man, he's killing you. What a complicated <sighs> thing are you writing down? Well, I'm doing a little, uh, you know, trying to You're keep tally. Math, one plus one, etc. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. You gotta count on your fingers. <laughs> no, All right, question number twelve. When did Pastepot Pete make his first comic book appearance? Was it A, Fantastic Four, number 27, B, Strange Tales, number 104, or C, Avengers Comic Annual, number four? Hmm. That's a good one. Eh. Yes. I'm going to say C. Justin? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with uh, A. Oh, come on, man! B? B! Ooh. Oh. I thought the question was going to be... Strange Tales. That is a strange Uh tale. All right, here we go. Question number three. I thought your question was going to be, when did Paste Pot Pete start making paste? (laughs) (laughs) Kindergarten, obviously. I was going to say college. All right. I can tell everybody wants more Paste Pot Pete. Number 13, after the form... Alex had a question. No, I was just going to say, I like it when classic villains are introduced in kind of the wrong title like the saber tooth yeah. or the pace pot pete thing that's fun when it's not pace pot pete i mean he's identified with a lot of things but he's definitely identified with spider-man saber tooth obviously with wolverine the fact that they were in entirely different places and ultimately found their home somewhere else it's neat it's good stuff all right here we yeah, go speaking cool. of pace pot pete after the formation of what group did pace pot pete become the trapster was it A, the Thunderbolts, B, the Frightful Four, or C, uh, the Backstreet Boys? Yes, Frightful Four. That is correct. I knew that one. I thought we were waiting till the end to buzz in, though. No? What? Which yeah. one are we doing? Well, Which one is we had to wait till yeah, the We end. had to wait till the end, yeah. You have to wait until the end? Yep. We haven't been doing that the entire time. <laughs> you, yeah, but no, we talked about it. the rules. Yeah. Here we go. No, Question. I was doing it, and then you're like, don't worry, you can do it, whatever. Here we and go. Question number 14. In DC Comics, you can't buzz in anymore, Alex. <laughs> in DC curious. Comics, who is Drury Walker? Is it A. Man Bat, B. Killer Croc, or C. Killer Moth? And <clears throat> ding ding. Yes, Justin. Oh, it was Killer Moth. Was the C? Yep. Is that your answer? I'm gonna go with Killer Moth. Yeah. You are correct, sir. A lot of killers in there. Yep. Alex, did you know that one? <laughs> yes, I was gonna say Killer Moth. Okay. I also just, buzzed in first, but whatever. Yeah, he definitely, definitely did not buzz in first on that one. It was close, but yeah. Close. All right, here we go. Question number 15. The creator of this DC superhero said they first envisioned him as a villain. Who are they talking about? Is it A, <laughs> Batman, B, The Flash, or C, Superman? Ding, ding. Yes. I'm going to go with Batman. Hmm. Interesting. Alex? Uh, I'm going to say The Flash. Hmm. Very interesting. It's Superman, you numb nuts. <laughs> Nobody gets a point. Mr. Trebek, and, stop And may yelling. God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> no points are awarded? No points awarded. 
All right, question number 16. Clark wait, wait, we got Alberto here again. Says, I really enjoyed listening to you guys during work on my Google podcast app, JKLOL. Just to <laughs> thank you so much for wow, tuning this up. That's a hell of a callback, Alberto. Just a <laughs> reminder that at the end of March, Google Podcasts is going away. If you subscribe on Google Podcasts, subscribe literally anywhere else, please. Um, we're available everywhere. So there you go. Take it away, Pete. It's Great. interesting there's so many Pace Pop Pete questions. Interesting. Question number 16. Clark Kent once said he had a collection of blank. Was it A, comic books, B, recordings of commercials, or C, photographs his mom had took? Uh, could you repeat the question? Alex was confusing me. <laughs> what pointing. was I doing? Clark you Kent. Kept pointing, oh, I, I was pointing my... when you said, interesting that you have so many things about Pace Pot Pete, and I was pointing at Pete. Oh. I thought you pointed to the private chat and that my volume was Quit stalling. <laughs> no. I didn't even hear the question. Clark Kent once said he had a collection of what? <laughs> yes. Alex. <laughs> I asked for the question to be no, repeated. We repeat it again. I'll I'll buzz it. He, all these, he hasn't said the answers yet. I have, but I'll say them again. Is it A comic books, B <laughs> recordings of commercials, <laughs> or C photographs his mom <laughs> had took? <laughs> Yes, ahead, Alex. Comic books? Justin? Um, it was recordings was B? That is and correct. And it was recordings, yeah. It's recordings of his favorite commercials. What a weirdo. What He's, a he nerd. He is a villain. He's a villain. He's a villain. It They're right. All right, here we go. I know. He's always throwing around his anti-plant kryptonite. Get out of here, guy. <laughs> Why do you hate Question plants? number 17. What villain was supposed to be a pregnant woman? Was it A, Venom, B, Ultron, or C, Galactus? Ding, ding. Yes, Justin? Oh, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be a pregnant woman. That's a crazy wording of this question, let me say. Well, um, and then I'm going to go with C. Or you could rethink it and come up with a different answer. Oh, Alex. A. A is correct, Venom. Wow. What? <laughs> yeah, because they you said originally I say, I like she was pregnant and then got the symbiote, like, uh, uh, and then the baby was a part of it. They wanted to kind of have like this. Who, who wanted that? That was going to be the original story? <laughs> that was the original story, yes. The crazy part of this trivia is like, I don't think anyone could know that, except for wherever <laughs> you got this source from. <laughs> it's common knowledge. I've also brought it up on other trivias. It was kind of my easiest one. <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is pay attention. All right, here we go. Number eighteen. Pay attention for seventeen years. That's no, right. Venom was supposed to be a pregnant woman. I don't hang on every word. All right. If you said the words, "Hey guys, Venom was supposed to be a pregnant woman," I'd be like, "Sorry, Pete, could you say that one more time?" Well, I've said it before, and it went right past you. Yeah. Well, I gotta say that was a much better idea. They should have gone with that for Venom. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right. Or at least Carnage. Uh, I can't believe you fell for Galactus. All right, here we go. Number 18. Well, who makes is sense with sort of like larger right. celestial yeah. ideas, like exactly. like Yeah, that's why I put it like, in oh my God, I'm, so, I'm totally craving a planet right now. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah my wife, I, when my wife was my uh, wife. pregnant with our children, wife. she I think was maybe trying give to up eat on any, this any idea, Justin, and walk yeah, away before you get in your trouble. What trouble am I getting in? This show isn't about winning. 
<laughs> it's about talking about this stuff, not Trouble. rushing through the dream. All right, here we go. Number 18. Who is called the God Mutant? Is it A, Magneto, B, the Legion, or C, Professor X? Ding, ding. Yes, Justin. Uh, I'm going to go with B, Legion. That is correct. That one, I knew. You got one. Here we go. <laughs> Number 19. According to Wikipedia, the original oh. New Mutants was Sunspot, Wolfsbane, Mirage, Cannonball, and Blank. Is it A, Magic? B, Karma, or C, Warlock? Mm. Yes, Alex? Karma? You are correct, sir. That's a, I will say, Pete, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was, uh, except for the part where you said according to Wikipedia. Well, <laughs> in case you guys like lost your minds, I wanted to have a source. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not a great yeah. source, but I understand what you're saying. Yep. It's the ultimate source. All right, here we go. That's like saying according to someone I heard talking about it on the bus. It is. I could have said that. Seems less legit, though. Here we go. Last one. This one's for you, JT says. Is this worth however many points I'm behind? Uh, let's let's tally it up. Justin's got you can tell six. It. No, no, no. Don't reveal it yet. Don't reveal it yet. Let's okay. do this last question. Then I know win. how many you have, though. I figured it out. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell the audience. All right. Here we go. Wonder Man first appeared in the Avengers number nine in 1964, created by Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and blank. Is it A, Don Hack, B, Dick Ayers, or is it C, Kent George? Yes, Alex. I got to say Don Hack. You are correct. Wow. Justin, did a piece of you die right there? (laughs) Definitely not. No. Tell me about Don Heck, besides the fact we just learned about him. Tell me more about Don Heck. <laughs> Who are you asking? Specifically? Any, anyone. Wikipedia. Anyone. I do know he was He's one of the artist. inventors of Wonder Man, yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Great. Claim to fame. And uh, my source for that is Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Justin, Don, how, ma- how many comic book characters did you create? Wikipedia. I'm not shit talking Don Heck. Okay, I'm just right. saying you said did something in me die, and I was like, because I didn't know Don Heck. Well, <laughs> Wonder Man is your guy. You know what I mean? I didn't want to yeah, make it easy, but definitely. But I will say, I mean, part of uh, when I was a kid, I didn't really look. I didn't know the writers and artists were such a part. Like it was never part of my consumption of it. I was like, what's happening in this? So my and also I wasn't alive then. Uh, for a second part of that answer but i will say like it only only later especially when we started doing this show was i much more tuned in to like following careers of people and before mm-hmm. i was very much like this is cool um i see wonder in wonder man 8 he's um auditioning and they had a special sideways issue where it was all you got to see the sort of widescreen version of the comic and that's all programmed in my brain just not the uh you know the heck of it all the, the, the heck what the heck is what I was yeah. saying. Great name, Don Heck. Yeah. Uh, Pete, is that the last question? That was number 20. All right. Are you going to tally up the scores? Yeah. Did you already tally up the scores? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same as what it was. Justin is six, are we, six are we right. And then Alex has the other. 13. Uh, other how many? 
13. How many points, Pete? <laughs> wow, Alex points? really wants I to rub know. this into Pete, weirdly. <laughs> He's rubbing it into Pete. <laughs> the host. Of the, okay. He was trying to take me down for some reason. Yeah, Pete, I've never I, done that before. Are you well, gonna you're do... never going to. Wow. <laughs> are you doing another trivia later in the show as well? No, that's it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, I guess I won trivia, and we were texting about this earlier. Um, I actually uh, texted that the winner has to eat a comic. Uh, what I meant was the loser has to eat a comic. No, but I guess we can decide. Do I need to eat a comic, or do you need yeah. to eat a comic? Nobody eats comics. That's not what we're about. We should yeah. donate no, no, no. to charity. Like, I'll find my favorite comic, and in front no. of you, Pete, I'll rip it up into tiny little oh. pieces, and I'll eat it. You, you not, your, not your favorite. You need to... Rip up and eat your most pornographic comic. Oh, God. So you got a lot of contenders. That is. (laughs) Billy Coyle has the right idea. Pete must eat the comic. No. Yeah, Pete, you have a whole stack of comics. I I don't eat comics. I adore them and worship them. Yeah. This was, I guess, me against you, so you lost. So there you go. Yeah, Pete really lost. (laughs) Because he Uh, backed the wrong horse. (laughs) It sure did. Uh, well, I guess I guess what I've won here is bragging rights more than anything. Great trivia, Pete. Really good, honestly. Uh, very fun. Thank you for doing that. And we are. I'm gonna treat myself to a bunch of Long John Silvers. I think for winning. I'm very excited. Come on, oh, man. Just, donate you know, it not, to charity. That's not treating. That's not treating. It's definitely <laughs> donate not treating it to charity. Right. You're right. I'll give Long John Silvers to charity. You're Thank absolutely you. right, Pete. Go and get Long John Silvers and then give it to charity. She'll we'll appreciate like, it. No, we're good. Thanks so much. Charity a person? Yeah. You Same don't know somebody person? named Charity? Yeah. I'll find somebody named Charity and I'll give them yeah. locked out silvers. Here's exactly. your fish sandwiches, lady. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, why don't we move on with our next section, which is my favorite section, because you all make it up. It is your audience questions. We did it. And for audience questions, all you got to Drew do is, Drew. all you got to just Drew it. The wind's gone to his head. He can't even host. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, just drop a question in Facebook, YouTube, X slash Twitter, or Pip Twitch. Pip don't hey, slip. Pip on the podcast. Pip don't slip. Justin's adorable. Oh, my God. Look at Pip. Hasn't aged a day. Oh, my God. Look at that amazing dog. Beautiful. What a beautiful animal. Oh, man. Did you guys watch watch The Daily Show um, yesterday? No. Yesterday's episode, Jon Stewart had a tribute. Oh, yeah, about his dog. Oh, man. If you want to have a little cry. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Uh, Pete, what was the secret movie you were referring to in the quiz? We never Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Let me just pull that up here. It's the 1998 movie, Gods and Monsters. Mm. Oh, fitting. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I good. thought. Chapter one. What are you guys drinking tonight? What's going on? You guys will never guess what I'm drinking. Uh, knock, knock, who's there? Landshark? That's right. Excellent. I am drinking a... Alex, it's one of your favorite SNL bits, right? 
I love it. Yeah. Oh my god. So funny. I am dying even thinking about it. Me too. Me too. Yes. I'm drinking a pseudo Negroni with some gin, Punte Mez, and nice. I want to say Gran Turismo. It's not Gran Turismo. <laughs> oh, you're talking about um, Clint Eastwood's movie, Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one yeah, a little like, bitter. Uh, very bitter, I would argue. Yeah. Maybe too bitter. Is that Gran Turismo as well? Isn't that the one where yeah, that's he's Gran like... Torino? Gran Torino. Gran Turismo yeah. is the racing video movie. game. Yeah. Oh, the racing, the video game racing movie, yes. Yes. Gran Torino is the one where he's on the porch and people he, drive he by. He worked in the factory and he built and he all these. He pulls out a finger gun and points it at him and then puts it back in his coat. Yeah, yeah, son's in that movie. Well, anyway, I'm drinking something. What are you drinking, Justin? Uh, I'm drinking a um, a white Negroni because I'm mm. white kryptonite. And this is uh, gin, uh, dry vermouth, and unforgiven. <laughs> the Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, I got it. Good. Got, got you. No, and um, Asus, the uh, gentian root uh, beverage liqueur, which, little trivia for you about soda, the soda moxie from Maine has the same root. So if you like that soda, get yourself some Sue's. Oh, yeah. Nice. Moxie's a famous kind of, yeah. All right. We've got a couple of questions here already. This is from Derek Mainhart. Who is the first comic book creator you took notice of? He's been in Laird's stage with Ninja Turtles. Great question. And right from the jump, you were like, I got I know these names. Eastman. Well, it was just because I was reading Spider-Man and Captain America, and I didn't care about names. And then I got to the comic book sh- uh, shop and was kind of like, I want to pick out my own thing. Because before, it was just like I got at Wegmans, there was a spinner rack. And if I helped my mom with the groceries, I would get to pick a comic. So it was always kind of like quick and under pressure. So in the comic book shop, I got to kind of look around on myself. And I just noticed that Eastman and Laird put their names big. Mm -hmm. uh, And then the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were also big kind of lettering. And uh, yeah, for some reason, I was just like, that was the first thing you kind of saw. So it really kind of stuck with me. It became a whole thing. I want to say Chris Claremont, but I don't think that's actually true i think it was actually mark silvestri was the one that i noticed first because obviously i was like in love with x-men and everything that was going on in the x-men side of the universe but the thing that really popped for me was the art on that run and that time period and i just i loved what mark silvestri was doing on that book so much that was like uh, you know, we've had a couple of guests, I think, over the past couple of weeks who've talked about that, that moment where you just, your mind was blown by art for the first time and you really noticed it. And for me, that was Mark Silvestri on the X-Men. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess just um, probably Tom King, just really recently <laughs> understanding the different names. Well, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, I was actually going to say Chris Claremont, the issue oh. when Black Widow... Wolverine and Captain America were together. I was like, what? How did this, who, who decided this? This is crazy. Yeah. Um, and, but it's sort of similar to your answer. I'm like, I can't tell if I'm retroactively dropping that memory into my brain. But I would definitely say that Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man uh, covers, yeah. I was like, what is this? This feels like mm-hmm. it's in my mind already. Yeah, How it was one of those things it? where, when Todd was on something, I, I you I knew it. You know what I mean? Before I saw the name, the art style like yeah. kind of spoke out in such a way where I was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, 
I think the first time at a Comic-Con when I was like walking around Artist Alley and I was kind of looking at names and kind of looking at faces. And then I remember um, stopping in my tracks and being like, just <laughs> like yelling out loud and pointing at the guy going, Herb Tripping? And he kind of looked up and I was like, you're Herb Trippy? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, Wolverine Hulk, oh my God, you're the greatest. And, uh, you know, it was like such a fun realization kind of in the moment, you know? Um, yeah. It's it also funny, yeah, speaking about meeting creators at Comic-Cons, I feel like there's such a revelation like, oh, these people are very regular people. For the <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, we're equally excited to have this interaction in some ways. Yeah. Uh, not to jump back to what you were saying, Justin, but I think Todd McFarlane is such a good call because I so specifically remember him transforming Amazing Spider-Man to the point that, you know, that iconic Amazing Spider-Man 300 cover. Yeah. Um, just that is stuck in my brain. That was a point where I was like, oh, this is Todd McFarlane is doing this. This is his Spider-Man. And then, of course... There was Spider-Man number one that <laughs> destroyed the collector's market. But that was yeah. so big. My brother, who cared less about comics and continues to care less about comics, was like, should I buy an issue to keep for later? And I was like, absolutely. It's going to be worth so much money. And he went down and bought one. And that was just such a sensation, all based on Todd McFarlane very specifically is doing Spider-Man number one. So... Yeah. So yeah. And he's planning on retiring on the profits from that comic, right? Oh man, you should <laughs> my brother because of your advice. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. No, I, I think Todd McFarlane did retire on the profits from that comic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean your brother. Nat Towson says, What are the current best resources for people looking to make or break into comics? Not like understanding comics, more like podcasts, oh. substack, etc. Alex, I know you have a great answer for this. Hmm. Um I, I bet you do, because you turned me on to something recently that I was very excited about. But uh, let me, my answer would be like, I think listening to this, po our podcast, not to be self-referential, I feel like we, we ask a lot of creators questions about that specifically, especially the, when we talk to people who are like running a campaign on Zoop or something like that. I think th there's a lot of, th the creators want to talk about it. So like just hearing them talk about their story, I think you can pick up a lot of those details. Yeah, I think the thing you were probably teeing me up for is, in general, I've gotten very into, this sounds so stupid to say out loud, but I've gotten very into newsletters or specific newsletters and following them. And some of them are better than others, but the two that I call out in particular that I think are great, the first one that I'll mention is Tom Brevoort's newsletter is great because he's been in this business for decades at this point. And he's the other statesman. Yeah, he's the elder statement, and the tone that comes through is, which is very much the tone when you talk to him, where he's like, "Yeah, I've been doing this forever. I'll talk about whatever. It's fine." And so it's very honest. It's very plain spoken. He, it's mostly a lot of questions from people that he sends in. Some are comic creators. Some are journalists asking him questions. Some are just regular people writing it. And he always gives honest answers to the best of his ability. And a lot of them are about how comics are crafted. He also goes back in time and he's like, 25 years ago, I was working on this comic and here's how I vaguely remember we put it together. So that's very cool. But the one that you were pointing out and teeing me up for was Scott Snyder's newsletter, which is yeah. 
phenomenal. It is, if you've ever experienced Scott Snyder talking, and we've interviewed him many, many times, he is always so thoughtful and explanatory about everything. He started teaching classes about crafting comic books, and there's a free version of his newsletter where he puts out a lot of this advice, and then a bunch of it is behind a paywall. He puts videos up where he teaches classes and other things um, that is great. But if you want to just get a sense of it, every single time he sends something out, and it's once a week, I'm like, oh, this is legitimately an actual masterclass in making comics. It's great. Also, uh, just a, a little bit of speaking of taking classes, that stuff, uh, former Boothman Prime, uh, mm, Anthony yes. Marquez, has a comic book shop called Dewey Comics. And now in the back of it, it's part museum where you can see like old drawing boards and stuff like that. But they have classes for kids and adults about uh, making uh, comics, getting better at them, and then kind of like what to kind of do from there as well. But I think, you know, the old school is still kind of good for this. And that's like going to cons mm -hmm. and bringing your work and have talking to people about it and talking to people about their trips and how they got to certain places, but also getting feedback. Yeah. Anybody you can kind of just kind of chat up, but also just kind of like, looking at other people's zoops and what they're doing and how they're doing it. And that kind of stuff uh, can go a long way, but mainly work on your own thing and put it out, put it out, put it out, and then just kind of get into a habit of delivering so that when you are talking with people, they see you can meet dead deadlines and, have, you know, and, and can be dependable because that's a huge part of it is they don't want to take a risk on somebody and then they don't show up, you know? Yeah, no, that's great advice, Pete. Let's move on to another question. Nan Card says, now that Madam Web has come out and bombed, how low are your expectations for the next Sony movie? We talked about this a little bit on our Marvel Vision podcast. We reviewed Madam Web, discussed the future of Sony. But what do you guys think? Uh, the next one, of course, is Craven the Hunter. Are your, <laughs> I guess, to frame it up this way, are your expectations for Craven the Hunter lower after Madam yeah. Web, the same, higher. What are you feeling about that? I say think lower. you're expect really because I and I said this on the when the when we taped like I my expectations you're looking you want are not affected by Madam Web because I yeah think you're excited such, about crazy I wouldn't say I'm excited but this it seems like you're Bob dude you've got that Craven fan site yeah Craven for Craven yeah yeah. Well, that's once I got the tattoo, I was like, I got to get this online. It's just like, pictures of the tattoo so far. You, you but, turned to your tattoo artist and you're like, can I get this online? Yeah, my, my wife. I turned over in bed and was like, turn on the gun <laughs> because I want this tattoo tonight. Turn on the gun. <laughs> that's, that's how you and know I, you're in a good marriage when you can roll over and say, turn on the gun. Yeah. That was my nickname in high school, the gun. <laughs> the uh but what I was going to say is the the Madam the, the success of Madam Web is uh like that movie was just like not conceived in a Wait, way. can you say success and then the words Madam Web? <laughs> can you say that? Uh you I'm not saying it's successful. I'm saying that movie is a much harder had a much harder goal in mind. They were like, let's establish a whole new universe. This is our Iron Man of the Sony super the new Sony superhero universe. 
while Craven is like, can he kill more people now? Hurt him. <laughs> Tune more. in and find out. Yeah. So I think it's an easier movie. So I think it's something that maybe will succeed and will be something cool. It's also a little bit separated from the Spider-Man of it all that I think, or at least there's a lot of the superhero fatigue. This movie feels like a movie where a dude just kills people. Yeah. We'll see. I hope it is nice and simple like that. I would say my expectations were already pretty low for Craven. They have not changed after Madam Web, I think. I don't know if that Sony movie universe is going to continue in any form or fashion, but Craven is going to be what it's going to be. Well, they, I, didn't they announce today that um, the next Venom movie is a pregnant woman? It should be. Yeah. Should be. To appease the real fans. Judo you know Temple right. is in it. Maybe she's pregnant Venom. <laughs> Famously Aww. pregnant character. <laughs> Schweikler says, what comic book character would Clint Eastwood have played either when he was younger or now? The answer is Wolverine. Let's move on. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, they... I don't know if Clint Eastwood was ever younger. Just put that up. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Uh, but uh, yeah, Wolverine's, uh, the Wolverine number one cover um well, no, that's not Clint Eastwood. That was based on uh, Frank uh, Sinatra. So never mind. My uh, bad. Nice. Frank Sinatra. I think Clint Eastwood could play other. He could play like, you know, like a Spider-Man who really, like, I really, think it feels Clint Eastwood as Dazzler would be awesome. You know what I mean? Mm. It's going to be him or Taylor. We know yeah. it's one of the two of them. Uh, Jonah Hex. I guess. Oh, yeah. It was right there in front of our scarred faces. And we well, didn't Magneto. even notice. Sure. Ooh. Any cool Professor old. X? Yeah. yeah. Who's old? Who's old? Uncle uh, Ben. Dupe? Dupe. He could yeah, be Dupe. <laughs> Featuring Clint Eastwood as the voice of Dupe. Billion dollars right there. Yeah. This is from Easy Reader. Do you use an app to catalog your comics? Oh, I should. Uh, I all I, I do not. I have a stack of papers no. over here. Sorry. You have papers? You write them down? Oh, do you God. write them down, Pete? Oh my God, Pete is uh, for anybody listening. Take it out. Basically, like wow. a Unabomber folder. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the George Costanza's wallet of uh, comic book records. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty big. It's pretty. And, yeah, wait, wait. That's typed pages where it says these are the no, handwritten, bro. Handwritten. Why are you doing it like that? That's a mirror. Uh, well, my exist, dad right? started it, and uh, so uh, I've just kind of been going off of what he did. Uh, but yeah, it's, I kind of rearranged all my comics. It took me thirty-two days, uh, but I now have a. I have forty-seven boxes, Whew. and uh, my count is uh, around seven thousand six hundred single issues. Wow. And so you've never, and you've never like culled your collection. You've never like gotten rid of any books. What do you mean? <laughs> Why would you get rid of? Well, I did that. I got, I gave away like, yeah, same here. Thousand comics or I sold most of my uh, DC comics when I was younger. And then one Halloween, I gave away all of the comics that I didn't want anymore that I thought yeah. I would never read. Oh my God. I almost did a spit take. Don't make me waste beer. Comics you didn't want anymore. What what does that mean? That means uh, the we bought. I don't know if you're aware, Pete. We bought a lot of comics, like a yeah. ridiculous amount of comics. Oh yeah, I'm not aware. You I'm not that were are not you? good. That I was never going to read again. And I was like, you know who would like not those good? kids in the neighborhood? 
That's nice. What do you mean, not good? Well, just comics, not even not good. Things that, like, were not important to me. And so one Halloween, what I did was I took those several hundred comics, put them outside of my stoop, had a bowl full of candy on the other side. Yeah, you've told the story numerous times. Well, not everybody has listened to every podcast. When they came up, I was like, hey, you can have a piece of candy, you're going to have a comic. Everybody took comics. And Pete, famously, you came in like nine different costumes and got all of Alex's comics. Yeah, that's how I got it. Hello, I am Piotr LePage. You played a grizzled dupe for Halloween. (laughs) Are you, this is from Stanley, are you excited about the Oscars? Yeah, I like the Oscars. Jimmy Kimmel, good host. Mm -hmm. This this Oscars is a bit, um, feels set in the who the winners will be. You think so? I do. If you, I I have a sort of data driven uh, answer for you. All of the um, individual craft award shows um, have pretty much given this um, this recognize the same people in the different categories. So wait, can, can I test your knowledge there, Hotshot? Sure. If you can call who's I'll gonna, call I'll yeah, call all of fast the picture who's winning Oppenheimer, hundred percent. Okay, uh, is Barbie gonna win anything? Barbie will uh, maybe win down a ways, but um, yeah, in like maybe who's gonna maybe win costume design best, best actor, uh, best actor uh, Killian Murphy. Really? Yeah, yeah. he just won the oh. SAG though, didn't he? That's that's a, means he's more likely to win. I think. Uh, I mean, the I other... think sometimes they kind of you know, if they're um, winning a bunch, they'll go the other way. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about Best Actress? I threw out a theory to you, and mind you, I'm way off about this stuff, but my mm-hmm. theory with the Oscars was everybody thinks it should go to Lily Gladstone, might go to Emma Stone, but I feel like there's a mild chance Annette Benning could pull it off because she's older and she's playing a real person. She's yeah, but Lily Gladstone has been cleaning up, dude. Yeah. Well, actually, Emma Stone has also been. Um, there have been, up. I believe, yep. Vegas has their odds at an even split right now. Mm. Uh, but I think Lily Gladstone will pull that out. That's the most toss up of them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about supporting actress? It's going to go to uh, the holdovers. The, uh, she's unbelievable. Divine Joy Randolph. Yeah, 100%. come on. She's won if she has not lost in any <laughs> award ceremony. I know. That never happens. Somebody pointed out, I saw this online, the idea of like, what Have you awards... seen that movie? It's great. Oh, it's great. And she's it's great. so good. It's, great. it's so yeah. good. But what they were pointing out is the idea of like, award season for movies is insane because Divine uh, Joy Randolph has won 57 times. So like, what does that do to you by the time you got to the Oscars psychologically being like... Oh, thank you so much again. Here we go. And I know the Oscars are obviously a different thing. It's but a like, different thing. That's grueling at a certain point. Like you're not, I can't even imagine that you're like, oh, wow, I'm so elated and thank you so much after the 54th win or something. Well, you've got the Oscars as the sort of the the crowning jewel at the end. So you, yeah. you're always building up. But I don't know if you saw Robert Downey Jr.'s speech at uh, the SAG Awards, mm-hmm. where you could tell he's like, this one's a fuck around. And next <laughs> up is the big one. He was clearly like just doing wheelies on his speech up there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sounds like we're excited for it. Panico Mundial says, which comics writer would you choose to write your biography? 
Oh, this is tough because we have friends. You know, I mean, you hate to you know, scorn one of your buddies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, not my buddy. I would say Ryan North. He's fun. He he come up with like a wow. What do you want this me. Arctic kind of like? Arctic? Dude, you're like yeah. He does all those like uh, Northlanders and uh, you nope. know like those Viking stuff. That was Ryan North. No, you're thinking no. of something else. I'm forgetting his name, but Ryan North is the guy who does Squirrel Girl. Oh, I was way yeah. off. Yeah. And who is d- currently doing Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry, I was way off. Be. Yeah. Wait, you are I fell. Brian Wood? Yeah, Brian, Brian Wood. Yeah. yeah, no, Brian Wood has been excommunicated from the comic book industry, so I feel like I would not want him to do my biography. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he might be at the bottom of it. I just so like Viking stores. I was like, Alex, you're, you know, you're not that guy. No, I'm not. Yeah. That's some funny science <laughs> I... stuff. That would be nice. That would be nice. Little, um, I uh, just want notes at the bottom. Uh, and I hope this doesn't actually hold true to my life, but I think Rick Remender would be a great uh, biographer. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to do You're damage You're playing to favorites, yourself. dude. You're playing buddy <laughs> favorites. That's your guy. I'm mostly making a joke. All of his characters are, suffer Die almost exclusively yeah. in the, all of his work. And he's yeah. the hardest out of his characters in all. That's true, but you love him. For you, Herb Trimpey, I'm feeling? Uh, no, I mean, I'm... Sergio it's Aragones. It's, it's, Sergio it, Aragones. I mean, there's touchy-feely. You know, there's a kick in the pants. There's so many, you know, I mean... We've lost. Yeah. I love. I love that you framed this up as like, don't play favorites. People we know. Here's two nicknames that nobody knows unless they've been watching the show religiously for 17 years. And for those of you that don't know, Tim Seeley is touchy feely, and kick in the pants, Greg Pak. Greg Pak. Because um... he was on the show one day and he said it's a real kick in the pants. Honestly, a dozen times. Unreal. It was a funnier every time he said. I it. thought his brain was broken. Because he just was like, this is a real kick in the pants. I was like, he just said that. What does that mean? <laughs> it was What's great. he trying to tell us? Uh, great. Billy Coyle says, have you guys written or worked on any comics of your own? Yes. Uh, All Pete, three. you want to tee up yours? Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't exist anywhere anymore. But yeah, I did a comic called Captain Jones for a little while. It was my... Tell us about it. It was my homage uh, to the kind of like Han and Chewy kind of uh, slacker kind of like uh, slackers in space, basically, where it was just a kind of uh, funny, uh, you know, uh, drunks getting their shit together and then trying to uh, be better people type of thing. And that was more of a comic strip, right? That's true. Very fun. You should post, have them online somewhere. Yeah, you should. Post them up. I'd love to read them. Uh, I did a couple of books from Marvel. I did a four-issue series called Thor and the Warriors 4. I did a uh, story Power Pack. With, yep, with Power Pack and Thor. And I did a story where Hulk dates Dazzler. No I did a story for X-Men that was distributed in Taco Bell Kids Meals. Um, that was your choice, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Was that was like, the only please. way you would do it. Put it under a burrito. Put it under a Crunchwrap Supreme, I said. And they were like, no problem. We're Marvel. We'll do it. No one's ever done that before, Mr. Salvin. <laughs> and, and I had an uh, independent series called Detective Honey Bear that we did two issues of, which is an all-ages mystery. So no, I believe it's called Detective Motherfucking Honey Bear. Yeah, there I'm you. a fucking honey bear. Yep, for kids. Uh, 
and Detective Honeybear is uh, when you're at cons, you still you have some people coming up and you're you're still selling those, right? Yep. Yeah, no, when we went down to Baltimore, I legitimately, honestly expected people to be like, oh, you did Marvel stuff and pick that up. But everybody was made more interested in Detective Honey Bear. The guy, Josh Kenfield, who did the art, he made some adorable characters. And that's yeah. great. Um, <clears throat> I did a uh, like a nine page short that never saw the light of day. I've never put it anywhere, I don't think, called Super oh, wow. Quit about a Batman type character who finally quits. Uh, doing it comedy comic and i will say um with uh our guy from ages ago uh who lived in the philippines john amore john amore yeah yeah oh wow i have not heard from him i I hope he's doing all right love that guy super popular on webtoon i'm forgetting the name of the book nice but he does a book on webtoon that is like he's great crazy popular yeah Super nice I should guy. post it with a. You should it, put it up. It's great. And then I'm actually I'm working on something right now that I'm writing. So uh, whoa. I'm whoa, 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 whoa! Is this like a script? Is this a comic? What is this? I can't. I can't talk about it now. And it's not for anyone. Wait! Don't I'm be in one of those it. bullshit. You're not in contract, asshole. It's just us. Come on. I know, but I don't want to put it out there because it's. Uh, right. I'll put it out there. Let, when it's let You'll, Let him cook. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Before you fucking push this under the rug a second, I want to talk to you about this. What, can you give us anything about what the idea is? What the, the classic. I can't do it. I can't do it right now. A tale I, I, of. I can't. Tale is it a Western? Uh, is it a comedy? No, 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 don't push him. Don't push him. Do you like. I don't ever like to talk about ideas in progress, ever. Yeah, no, I almost didn't say anything now, but um, yeah, that's awesome. Excited, to see <laughs> Michael Dillman. Pete seems like he's panicking. <laughs> panicking. I'm excited about new information, it could, it could and then upset that I can't get anything from you. Yeah. All right. Why don't we move on to another question? Scheichler says, if superheroes opened independent bad. shops, what would they sell, and what would the shops be called? Love a good Scheichler stumper. <laughs> Scheichler's Scheichler. always thinking. He's A to C, man. Always. Uh, superheroes open into like a bespoke like little uh, store country store i see what they did yeah um i i, uh, I th- <laughs> well um I wolverine think, uh, would open up a clothing shop called a cut above the rest oh nice. boo i'm the best there is at what i do and what i do is sell markdown old navy fleece vests <laughs> i think wolverine would it would be like a uh it would be one of these like adorable little shops where you're training security guards in front of banks and bouncers, and just Wolverine's kind of got like a roadhouse situation going. You know what I mean? He's like, "Our first roll." You know well, what I mean? I think um, Spider Man, Peter Parker, can have a little country shop that sells responsibility. <laughs> Do you get something great you- power with it, or no, is that separate? You bring with great-, great power, and you oh, get okay. responsibility with great power. Sometimes responsibility will show up. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there we go. Why don't we move on? Uh, Nat Townsend says, if there were an Oscars only, uh, if if there were an Oscars that only got comic movies, who would win each category? Wow. 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 Tough year. (laughs) Yeah, this is tough year. Can we say any? The Wasp Quantumania for. I mean, what are the comic largest head? Yeah, most ruds, and Mm. there's a lot of ruds out there. (laughs) Most ruds. Uh, what it came out, 
Marvels. <laughs> yeah. Marvels. I think Blade would win Best, best Picture. <laughs> I mean, Amon Vellani would be, could take an acting award. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Flash could win. I mean, best Heath Ledger cheer won. Moment, I think you know, most so. crimes. Yeah, most crimes. Uh, great. Uh, Derek Maynard says, "Who's going to win the Eisners?" I think <laughs> wow. pro- probably James Tynan. James Tynan going to have a big Eisners. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Tom King's been recognized a lot for like at least one book. I think he'll get something, mm. but James Peace. Tynan's. As I've been saying, he's been on an absolute can I team. Can I mention something? This is not uh, gossipy is the wrong word, but James Tynan announced he has this company, Tiny Onion, that he's yeah. launching. Uh, he had it for a while, but he officially got some seed funding. It's very much comic book focused. Uh, it is not its own comic book publisher. He's looking towards making movies and TV shows and other things. Very cool. Very, very fun announcement. But he has a whole staff behind him now. And he posted, it was like, hey, now that the announcement is out of the way, my staff is making me go up to this cabin. I'm going to spend two weeks and bag away at all of the scripts that I'm doing. And I'm going to get them out of the way. And if you follow him on social media for the past several days, he's been nonstop posting like selfies and posts have been like getting to work now. And I was like, this is not, I don't work on your staff work dude like if you're wow. in the cabin stop posting on social media constantly come out get off wow. his nuts Alex dude Buckley get off down. his nuts yeah. let him work i i want to get hired by tiny onion to be the guy who yells at james titan <laughs> I, I bet I they already job. have a couple of those i don't think that's a job could be uh also derek follows up with what happened ah. to brian wood if it's not too <laughs> awful to ask i i mean i'll just i'll just uh mention it really quickly so there were a lot of things that came out about a, what are you putting up right now, Pete, in the middle of this very serious topic? Oh, sorry, it was bad timing. Uh, he got accused of some abusive behavior, particularly some grooming type things that happened at San Diego Comic Con and other places. There's a lot more into it. You can check it out online. There's been a lot of reports about it. Um, but not great behavior is the thing. Um, and I believe he copped to it as well, though didn't specifically apologize. But for the most part, he went from being a comic superstar to being a persona non grata. That's the short version. Uh, Derek also asked, "Can you talk about your ex- Alex? Can you talk about your experience working for Marvel?" Um, it was great. Uh, just honestly, like really one of the better working experiences. I mean, I will say beyond. Did you report directly to Jordan D. White, or how did that work? Uh, well, so Jordan D. White was the editor on some of the stuff. Nate Cosby was the editor oh, on other Nate. stuff, who's doing like the Disney stuff over at Dynamite and other. Both great guys, really great to work with. Um, it was honestly like they were very collaborative. They were very well. Let's break uh, this down. You send yeah, in your your story, and what do they reply back? Like that's garbage. Do it again. Like. What was the response like when you sent in your it, first It's script? like a high school football coach. Well, yeah. okay. So, I, I mean, I'll tell you, there are a couple of different things that happened. The first thing was I kind of floated out to Jordan, like, if I could pitch some stuff by you, could I pitch some stuff by you? And he's like, sure, I could take a look at it, but I don't know if anything will happen. And then after I sent him a bunch of pitches and a couple of ideas, 
he eventually hit me back and said, hey, we're doing this Hulk team-up book. Do you have pitches for Hulk team-up? So I sent a bunch of pitches. Wait, wait. And, so let me let yeah. me back up the truck a little bit here. So you sent pitches, and he didn't read any of those. It was like, hey, this guy sent pitches, so at least... You know, he's top of no, mind. No, it this is what's going on. Do like the same this? sort of thing as you have to prove yourself. Like he yeah. knew who we were, but I still need to prove that I can do a comic book pitch. Right. So it was very much framing in that way. None of that stuff went through. Do you think he even looked at it or it was just like. Yes, I'm sure he looked at it. Because uh, maybe he just looked at it and said, oh, he did send me some pictures. He sent me a picture of like some paper in a trash basket. I know that, but I think That's that was unrelated. Uh, anyway, with the Hulk thing that he was like, hey, can you send, uh, would you be interested in throwing a couple of pitches my way? And I said, absolutely. Sent him a bunch of pitches. And he was like, yes, Hulk dating Dazzler was one of the pitches. Um, write that. And I wrote that. There honestly were not a lot of notes that I got on it. Um, I think we went through a draft or two, some little tweaks, if I remember. Did he vaguely. tell you, like, okay, it's eight pages or five pages yeah no there yeah. was the page count okay but initial the pitch was just like here's the story idea it's a short mm -hmm. story here we go then i got the page count then we had to go through the various stages of setting a page by page which is a short paragraph that breaks it down literally page by page this was eight pages and then from there fleshing out the script getting it to the artist giving notes on the now was the notes like more like stuff where it was like I like what you're doing here, but too wordy, or was it like? No, it was honestly it. for that one mostly coming from me. Uh, Do we lose his audio? Treatment for the series, like I sent a whole pitch idea. I think it was a one or two pager, and Jerry was like, "No, this is not what we're looking for." And part of the reason was. I said something that was more in line with what they had done previously with power pack stuff. It was not, they were looking for something different. They were looking for a little bit of a change. So I thought about it for a little bit. I sent them something different. They were like, great, let's go with this. And so every time it was a process of writing the page by page, setting the script, getting a couple of notes on each little tweaks here and there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty smooth process. The biggest I would say, I didn't mention this one earlier, but the most changes came on the, I think it was two-page story I did for Squirrel Girl and I Am an Avenger, where that was one, I could probably talk about this now, but that was one where I pitched so many ideas and wrote so many scripts for that. And part of the reason was I was trying to stray through to, at that point, Dan Slott had set this tone for Squirrel Girl of Squirrel Girl always wins. You never see how that happens, and that's how it goes. Right. The thing that they wanted me to do was Squirrel Girl is going from where she is in the Great Lakes to New York so we can get her to the point where she's in a position of being in New York to team up with the Avengers. Iron Man is somewhere in the story because she's going to team up with Iron Man later on. That's all you got. So it's got mainly a travel story about her getting on like a train and going to New well, York. So that's the thing is I pitched a bunch of different ideas. And like I wrote, I think five different scripts that I sent the editor there, which was, I'm on, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on her name, but it was not Jordan or Nate. And I sent her a bunch of ideas about it. And very rightly, she was like, nope, this is too much. The other thing, find your own thing. 
and we kept going and kept going with it. We got on the phone. We talked about it, bounced around a bunch. Did of you ideas. feel bad? Were you like, oh, my God, I'm not getting this? And she's like, disappointed. Yeah, I felt awful because oh, wow. I was like, oh, my God, this is a two page story. I should be knocking this out of the park. And I absolutely am not. And were you just like on the phone with her? Like, I went to Cornell. I- I'm-, I'm smarter than. Yeah, this. I mentioned I'm- Cornell like five times. I'm sure you did. Call. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for the for the formatting, how did you what did you use to draw uh, from when you were first learning like comic book script format? So uh, script writing, like because I was comfortable with that, like film script writing, um, yeah. I knew how to do that format wise. So that's something I stuck with. But I think the two things that I looked at, I don't remember the specific values, but there's some value of some Neil Gaiman book. I think it was maybe a sad bad book or something where you have the script to the back. And there's yeah. definitely a Brian Michael Bendis and put like a bunch of his scripts online. So really I looked at those two things for formatting just to be like, were you doing a lot of, a lot of like fade in star wipe, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. There were star a ton wipe. of star wipes. Uh, no, but legitimately what I found out is there is no comic book formatting. Everybody does absolutely their own thing. So it was mostly me thinking about, what am I comfortable with when I'm writing? And then let me think about what I actually need to do to tweak that so it makes sense for an artist. So uh, That reminds me of another comic resource from the earlier question. Uh, Mark Wade did a ton of blogs mm. like 10 years ago, and they're still online, which are just great top to bottom. And he provides a lot of examples of pitch to proposal to script. And you can definitely find those. And it's a that's a great resource. Yeah, for sure. This is uh, also from Sharkler. What are some of your favorite non-comic podcasts? Ooh. Oh, I love the uh, last podcast on the left. You know, uh, guy Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, yeah. Side stories, baby. Uh, great. Uh, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and I, there's a bunch of comedian podcasts that I listen to. Yeah, don't mention yeah. what they are. Don't play. Yeah, no, no. So you like comedy? Spoken word comedy. Interesting. I have, to be perfectly honest with you, have not listened to a lot of non-hour podcasts in a very long time, but there was a period we put out a lot of podcasts and I'm spending a lot of time editing them. Uh, So I don't get a lot of free time otherwise, but Doughboys is one that I really enjoyed. The food podcast, very, very fun. Um, I listened to Podcast The Ride a little bit from Scar Turner and other folks. Um, so there you go. Is that similar to the ride in New York City? No, it's uh, sorry, Justin, who worked on yeah. the ride. You worked on the ride. It's every episode they look at a different theme park attraction. Ah, it's fun. They're comedians doing that, so it's a good. Time I was one there. of the original employees of the ride in New York. Oh wow, man! I knew a buddy of mine worked on that. Uh, I listened to Script Notes, the screenwriting podcast, uh, John August and uh, Craig Mazin's podcast. Very good. Uh, I like uh, some Ringer podcasts. I listen to the Big Picture and the Watch for TV and film talk. I'll listen to uh, Gabrus's podcast, High and Mighty. Very oh, cool. nice! That's worth checking out. Yeah, I got to check that out. I didn't even know Gabrus had a podcast. I mean, I should have assumed. Yeah, he has very a couple. Popular, yeah. Yeah, Action Boys is also a great podcast he does, where he and. Uh, Two other dudes, Ben Rogers and uh, Stanger, review or talk about movies, action movies. Well, let me ask you: When you listen to Gabrus, do you hope he brings us up a story that you're involved in? I, I mean, I don't hope he often does. <laughs> I don't. I would does. assume, yeah. I mean, 
Uh, we got a uh, question here from Instagram, by the way. Billy Bars Chow says, I feel like the best movie ever to be made would be Expendables with all the actors who ever played Batman. Who would you hire to direct that movie? <laughs> That's a crazy question. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Wait, is it all Batman? Expendables? I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, an all Batman Expendables. Who would direct that? So you got Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, I guess, George Clooney. Am I missing Michael somebody? Keaton. Kevin yeah, Conroe, Michael rest Keaton. in peace. You know? Yeah. Maybe the ghost of Kevin Conroe would come back. Yeah. Uh, ghost who would Batman that? would be awesome. Um, who would direct that? I don't know. It's got to be a Batman, right? Yeah, probably. Adam West, the spirit. I would of Adam go West. with uh, Greta. You know, she just did Barbie. I think she'd be perfect. For <laughs> yeah, perfect. She could do it all. Yeah. All right. Uh, last but not least, this is from David Cruz. Wait, wait. Was yeah. What's this one? When's the live show? Yeah. Oh, Justin's on it. I'm on it. Justin, I'm gonna 30th of April, and then a couple days in May. I'm there till the weekend. Come on, man. Let's let's Great. do it. Well, that, you telling me when you're coming is very helpful in figuring out when we're gonna do a live show. <laughs> All right. Let me just say, so this is the first August or I'm sorry, April 30th through May 5th. What I'm gonna be in New York City. Off camera. No, we made a promise to an all caps question. We gave an all caps answer. That's right. I want to be, let's do it. All right. Last but not least, David Cruz says, Pete, how was it like when you worked on wife spot, wife swap specifics, please? Oh, great. And David Cruz is like, Pete's Hey, job. tell me about the time where TV broke you. And, uh, you know, and your job was to explain to each of the husband and wife teams, like what it's like to have sex with a stranger. Yeah. Um, I you, guess you the showed sh- them, right? You showed the them. short, answer to this is um all reality reality television is a lie and wife swap was a glaring example of that and uh <laughs> they they treat people awful and it's not it's not good and uh it was uh i almost got into a giant accident trying to race people uh Pizza Hut Pizza, so they looked uh, worse than they actually were, and it was just this uh, kind of moment where I kind of was like, "What are you doing with your life?" And uh, yeah, it was it was really hard because the house I was uh, we were shooting in was so bad. Like this guy, you know, was the this pristine family and then this family who lived in dirt and when i say lived in dirt this guy's job was collecting deer urine to sell to hunters and his whole what do you say, ho- what do you say collecting deer urine Is oh that yeah like how we collect comics uh he had these troughs on the, on the outside ground. his house and he would put like food for deer in these troughs and why they were eating the food they would go to the bathroom in the trough and he would collect the urine and so he had all this wow. urine around his house and uh it, it was so dirty like that you could see the fleas on the dog just like jumping around like it was there was a layer of filth that became shelves for things that's how dirty it was like we tried to have a cleaner come in just to clear a path for like cameras and stuff 
And like the first time the producer walked into the place, it was, you know, you had a mask. He threw up into his mask. This was before masks were a thing. Like he was just wearing it because it smelled so bad and looked so bad. He didn't want to breathe it in. It was before COVID was even a thing. This is the answer kind of answer you get when you say to Pete specifics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me for details, delivered. man. Yeah. He certainly yeah. delivered on this. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and just to wrap this up, I wanted to mention, I felt bad not remembering her name. Lauren Sankovich was the, uh, oh, yes. yeah, yes, uh, we know her. I am an adventurer who's great, lovely person. Me. Yeah. Felt totally bad, bad blanking out her name. So you I'm should, sure I'm glad you corrected that. There we go. All right. Before we wrap up here, what are you looking forward to oh. that's coming oh, out man. this week? I know we got to do that. We're jumping ahead of, Hey, uh, Real quick, guys, while we're talking about things that are not off camera, uh, I would like to just say, listen, uh, I for Week and Geek, I want to get into Night Country, uh, and I hope, Alex, you're all caught up because I'm really ready to fucking fire into you about uh, this. I, I just want to tell you, if we're going to talk about this right now, I've only yeah. watched through episode five. I haven't watched the finale yet. Oh, man. And Fuck the you. Reason no is, way. No in way. episode five, I don't know if you remember, there's a scene where the younger dude gives Leah, the daughter of Jodie Foster, a bag of chips. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, he gives her some snacks when she's in jail. And mm -hmm. the bag of chips is Cheetos Flamin' Hot Twists, which were discontinued in 2012 in the United States and only exist internationally. And I was like, you know what? They don't want to be realistic here in the show. I'm out. I'm not watching. Wow. Not have you watched only five episodes? I have only watched five episodes. I started watching the sixth one. I was falling asleep, but I was like, I need to concentrate. I'm an old man. Are you falling asleep? I'm falling asleep. It was late. I was watching uh, it late at night. I can't believe that you haven't watched that, but great call out. Uh, no, oh, man. I really want to get into it with you and you fucking you won't watch. Him. It's all right. He doesn't mind spoilers. You, Justin, have you seen all of them? Yes. Oh. Why was it yeah. like a y yes? Well, I guess you'll yes. see in in next week's episode uh, of Week and Geek. <laughs> well, anyway, what are you week? looking forward to that's coming out in comics, Pete? Oh well, man, I'm looking forward to Deep Cuts number five. Ah, and that's my pick as well. Amazon's Attack number five, mm -hmm. Green Arrow number nine, and Ice Cream Man number thirty-eight. Woo! It was wow. a hell of a stack this week. Pete, scooping them all up. Let me, yeah. just to talk about Deep Cuts number five. Deep Cuts is a comic that Kyle Higgins uh, does. Higgy. With Joe Clark. And it's, each issue is a standalone, like, deep dive into sort of a particular, like, angle on music. It's covered a lot of ground, and uh, it's just a great, great comic. There's nothing else like it. Uh, just deep dive, great characters, really specific art, and it feels, and some really deep, nice, deep underpinning ideas to it. It's fantastic uh i'll also shout out uh a couple others that were good i've been really loving the flash run that simon spurrier's been on oh size uh, spurs it's it's got a creepy dark edge to it it's actually a case i feel like the flashes are always like they're having fun and they never really mess up and this is just oh. offering some actual mistakes between people and character flaws that i really like seeing it's a much more nuanced understanding of the character very cool yeah i just wanted to jump in on what derek mainhart saying uh deep cuts is fantastic 
Uh, but man, this next issue, you know, because this Albatron talks a lot about like um, portraying music in comic books and how hard it is. Uh, but man, this issue does such an unbelievable. We'll see. Job. We haven't we read it yet because it hasn't come out yet, right? That's Pete? right. But what well, we it's do bargain until tomorrow, so you yeah. can't talk about it. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. One hundred percent. A couple that I will shout out that I'm looking forward to, but have not read yet. Hack slash back to school number three from yes. Image Comics by Zoe Thorogood. Love the Thorogood. Great talking to Tim Seeley about it last week as well. Thorogood. Thorogood. Great at writing comics <laughs> and drawing uh-huh. them. Uh, Radiant Black. Still going on with the two issue experiment. Very yes. cool. Really enjoying that. And the last one that I wanted to shout out is was... Rare Flavors number four, Ram V's comic, which has uh, uh, also been very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is very interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, but I actually wanted to shout out the Penguin yeah, number Penguin. seven. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the last issue, the flashback by Tom King and Steven Subic was so good. And I'm really looking forward to you love the how Penguin. they wrap up with that this issue before they push forward it's almost like you relate to the penguin you know what i mean walk walk why don't we wrap the show up right now a couple of people we want to thank first of all we want to thank ourselves for doing such an amazing job tonight and next week on the show tying into amazon's attack but more specifically her new book i heart skull crusher from oni press we're going to be talking to josie campbell yeah Yeah. boob studios boob studios coming out Uh, very excited to have her on the show comic book club news our daily news podcast coming out five days a week marvel vision our marvel podcast Coming out weekly, we just uh, talked about Madam Web, so check that out. Sons of a Gun, our DC podcast. We're going to talk about Aquaman 2, I think, now that it's on Max. So excited about that. Yeah, we are. Sort of. Patreon.com slash comic book club to support the show and all the shows we do. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Android, Spotify, or the app of your choice at Comic Book Live. On Twitter slash X, Comic Book Club Live. On Instagram and TikTok, ComicBookClubLive.com. For this podcast and many more until next time, we'll see you at the comic book club. For Trivia King, Pacebot Pete, this is White Kryptonite. We're out. Take care of yourself out there. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.